Well, hello there. I am popping in with the quickest invitation for you to check out Time Witchery. Time Witchery is my anti-planner. It is a daily practice that will help you to think about yourself as a human being rather than as a human doing as you begin your day. If you are a person who is creative, if you are a person who values freedom, if you are a person who is here to make the most of your one wild and precious, and I'm guessing that since you are here listening, you are all of those things. I don't know why mind witchery would appeal if you weren't. So, If those are core values for you, if that's how you want to move through the world, time witchery will help you to do that. Time witchery was born of my own morning practice. It is my own personal way of approaching a day in a whole self-honoring way. If your curiosity is piqued, you can go to timewitchery.com slash planner or, you know, just Google time witchery and it'll pop up. You can have a look. Now is a wonderful time to do this for a couple of reasons. One, we are moving into a new season Spring in the Northern Hemisphere, fall in the Southern Hemisphere, and with the shift in seasons, there's often a really big wave of energy. If you want to catch that wave and make the most of it, time witchery will help. Number two, probably even more compelling, for the month of March, time witchery is deeply, deeply discounted. It is like 65% off. Yeah, I know. And Time Witchery isn't just a beautifully bound anti-planner that you get in the mail. It also includes an audio course that explains the why and the how of the various elements as well as invitations to events that I hold specifically for time witchery folks. The next one is on the equinox, and I would love for you to come. So now is a wonderful time to give time witchery a try. I hope you will take a look, and even more, I hope you'll give it a whirl. Have you ever been to like a butcher and they have meat on like a bit stick and mm. they just slice the pieces off? And oh. I'm like, this is what many women oh. out here doing, like slice. Mm-hmm. Here's that slice. You get that. You know, mm-hmm. here's another slice. You get that. And then mm-hmm. we're down to our bone. And now mm-hmm. what is there for us yes. or anyone else at this point, you know? Oh, and yes. so we can't just keep slicing away at ourselves Mm -hmm. in the name of whatever. (laughs) Yes. And and that's the place, too, where I want to return to what you said at the very beginning is that the world is not going to give you this permission. Mm -hmm. We have to claim it. Welcome to Mind Witchery. 
I'm your host, Natalie Miller, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Mind Witchery. Get ready. Just, just prepare yourself because you are about to receive such wisdom and such inspiration because my guest today is none other than Octavia Rahim. She is a mom. And I love, by the way, Oct- hi, Octavia. Hello. Hi. You're here. You're here. You're right here. I'm here. I, I love that that is the first thing in your bio, that you are a mother. That's the first thing in your bio. I love that. So she's a mom. She's an author. She's a yoga teacher. She's an activist. And she has just written a new book called Pause, Rest, Be, Stillness Practices for Courage in Times of Change. So welcome, Octavia. I'm so happy that you're here on the show. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So... I know that you, if you are listening, I know you already know that rest is important. I know you already know that you are doing too much. Mm. And I know it's really, really hard for you to give yourself permission to do that. And that's why we have an expert. We have a guru of pausing and resting to be here with us today. And Octavia, that's what I would love to talk with you about, permission to pause and rest and be. Mm, Yes. You know, the world's not going to give it to you. Well, that's right. (laughs) The world's not going to give it to women. The world's not going to give it to black and brown folks. The world's not going to give it to Many of us, I'm feeling that people listening are forging new ways and new paths that really link to old or ancient ways, right? Something really powerful and connected. Mm. And that kind of goes against the grain of how business is or how things work. And the world's not going to give us permission to pause, rest, and be. And so we have to give it to ourselves. Mm. And it gets really complicated, though, because we live within the world and we have the conditioning of the world and we have the expectations that are, you know, familial, generational, Mm -hmm. but those are all layered in the conditioning. And we have so much of our worthiness wrapped up in what we can do and show and produce Mm. and how far we can go. And I really think part of giving ourselves permission is to start to even more radically define and redefine what success is for ourselves. Mm. Like for me, success is not, there's no, no point. It's not a point on a graph I think a lot more these days about how does it feel to be doing whatever I'm doing? Mm. You know, how does it, what relationship am I in with my work or who I serve or whatever I'm doing? Mm. And that's part of how I give myself permission is it starts with, well, I'm going to back up a few steps and give myself permission to let my life really look different from what I learned it should look like or other people's looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to back up a few steps and give myself permission to 
define um, reaching the goal or the goal in terms beyond some metric or data point, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, one program that I lead is a program called Devoted to Rest, and it is a program specifically for Black and brown women, self-identified black and brown women who are high achieving and spirit led mm-hmm. to really literally like the, the the promise I give people in that program is you'll rest mm-hmm. and something will awaken within you. And it's amazing to me that people show up for this. And I led, you know, I launched it the first um, weekend of it was this past weekend. And the entire time I'm with this group of women. I'm thinking, this is life-giving. This is life-giving. Mm. I feel so energized by this. I feel so fueled by this. This feels how mm. I want my life to feel, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, yes. And I think that, I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone, but for me, I think sometimes we're just doing all the things mm-hmm. and not even checking in with ourselves. Like, well, how does this feel to me like how does what is am I receiving as I'm giving you know Octavia like I think listeners of this podcast are familiar with that question how do I want this to feel and and Mm -hmm. are you know thinking about things in qualitative ways Mm -hmm. rather than quantitative Mm -hmm. because I think that we are trained, we're conditioned to think, when I'm making six figures, then, Mm. then I will be happy. When I have this many clients, when I have this house, when this program is full, right? Mm. We think about it in terms of like the external, like what are the, what are the features Mm. and what are the numbers of my life? That's what we're trained to do. But that piece of what's the qualitative aspect? Mm. How does it feel? What are the vibes? What's the energy in this? That is so Mm. crucial. And I'm with you. That's essential to success. I'm sure you've heard this. um, People who are like, they get to the place where they're making the amount of money that they want to make or they have the job that they wanted. Mm -hmm. And they're like looking around like, where's my happiness? (laughs) I got the external thing, but I'm stressed. I'm tired. I'm anxious all the time. Mm. Right. Like the, the, the external, the quantitative pieces, the boxes are checked, mm. but it's like it doesn't feel good. So I love that you're bringing our awareness to that, that like first mm. and foremost, we need this redefinition of what it is even that you really want. Mm. And like self-trust. We don't trust that, like, like the this this metric of it feels like this to me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that same conditioning that has us thinking, like, I can't rest or I have to earn rest. Which side note, rest is a birthright, right? Yeah. Just like I'm inhaling and ex- exhaling, I don't have to ask you. I don't have to ask anyone to breathe, mm. you know. And and thank goodness it's actually involuntary because rest isn't involuntary. We right. have to choose it. We have to be deliberate and intentional about it. Mm-hmm. 
And then we forget that this thing is a birthright and we are convinced mm-hmm. we have to earn it, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's like the carrot we dangle out in front of us that we never quite get mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. But I think the same forces that be that cause us to not trust that we can give ourselves permission to rest. We also stop trusting that that's movement from inner to outer versus outer to to inner. You know, and really what I've done in my own life is play with both of those ways of attaining and moving. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, there's the scripture in the Christian Bible that's art that's basically test the spirit by the spirit. So I test like what what is the impact of constantly being on the externalized train of yeah. when I get this, when I do that. And then I also test and I'll be honest, like it's felt risky when I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start from feeling vibration, from energy, from desire, Mm -hmm. and then deep from the inside and then move outward. And I have to tell you, starting from the inner to outward has has not failed me, Mm. (laughs) has been so much more um, rich and, and fruitful and affirming to my being than other ways of moving. I am so with you. And I think, right, that's partly why the man, the patriarchy, <laughs> capitalism, right? The patriarchy, capitalism, white dominance, like all of it, right? Um, really doesn't want us to check in because there is so much power there. It's like, ah, uh, but if you actually care more about how you look than how you feel, that's mm. really going to work out for us. Mm. If you really care more about like checking the boxes of success, okay, I got mm. my degree, I got my family, I got my 2.5 kids, you know, checking the boxes <laughs> rather than, as you said, being internally motivated and guided, um, well, then I... I stay in the boxes that have been created for me, mm. you know? Oh, my gosh. Let's dive into this book, if you don't mind, okay. Octavia. I would love for you, like, even the first lines of the introduction knocked me out. So um, if you don't mind reading just this little piece of the introduction, um, people can get a sense of your the gorgeousness of your prose. Thank you so much. So in many ways, I've been frontlining my life the last few years. I've been in the trenches of my own being. I've charged ahead over many landscapes and vast fields, the field of endings and the confusion and clinging that often accompanies them, the landscape of new beginnings and the uncertainty and excitement that come along with them. I've rushed through and forced something, anything to be next. I also lingered at that place in between, that liminal space, that point that is not an end or a beginning, is the edge of both. So much of it felt like a battle. I've yielded a formidable sword against it all. I've been a devoted warrior, hoping that every fight strengthens me for my future. I've been a dedicated student trying to trust that no matter how challenging or painful a lesson is, it transforms into healing wisdom for me. I have faced inner and outer enemies who were Goliath. In the face of giants, my five-foot-one self didn't back down or look for an escape. For so long, 
I've relied solely on the trinity of hard work, grit, and relentlessness. This holy trinity has served me well and, at the same time, left me weary and tired. My little slingshot is broken. The handle of my sword is worn. I put down my armor. In this place of bone-deep exhaustion, I surrender and lay down. There's a time and place to push, hustle, and grind. I've always lived my life in that way and from that place. Perhaps you have too. Yet here I am in a new place. To access the wisdom needed now, I must be still. A movement is coming. And first, we must be still. Mm. What I love here so much is just this this recognition that that holy unholy both <laughs> trinity of hard work grit and relentlessness it is in some ways necessary especially if you are traversing this world as a disenfranchised person yeah. right like i don't want to be so simplistic as to say like never mind that everyone let's have a kombucha and pretend that you know mm-hmm. with that that's not a thing it is mm-hmm. a thing and i love how you say and yet right yes yes it, it it's it served me in some ways mm-hmm. and yet now is not the time for that because i i don't know about you with your clients and students octavia but my people are like all the slingshots are broken. <laughs> like the, mm-hmm. the, the armor is, is, is torn. Mm-hmm. The fighting leathers, they're all ripped up. And we do, we are in this collective moment of just stop. And yet stillness can be scary. I'm going to, that's my confession. Stillness can be scary for me, Octavia. I know. I know it is. So I want to honor that for me, I, I don't actually really like the languaging of grind, especially. I have a different relationship with hustle, but just because I'm a hip hop head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I use it because I know people understand that language. And, mm-hmm. you know, a thing I think about a lot is like work isn't the enemy. Rest isn't the perennial friend. It is for me, it's both ends. Mm-hmm. And how can we have a more harmonious relationship with both? Mm-hmm. And the living with the reality or or, um, I'm responding to the reality that most of us hyper over privilege work and there's no relationship to um, the pausing and resting and being and being. And so that's really the the call here is Mm. to how to be more skillful with the, with the both. And I mean, if we look out in nature, there's winter and summer people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, in most places, not all Mm -hmm. there's the sun rises and it sets like Mm -hmm. everything in nature has this kind of, at least a duality. And these Mm -hmm. binaries are just kind of hurtful on all these levels. Right. And so I also want to Acknowledge that I, I think uh, one of Danielle Laporte's truth bombs said this was years ago. I came across this. It takes courage to be still, mm. you know. And that was when I had really started diving deeper from teaching mostly power vinyasa like flow classes. I had started teaching stillness, and of course, my numbers were dwindling. <laughs> yeah. But I, instead of like, I did get really scared when that started happening because this was like my, you know, my work and my path. And mm-hmm. I also recognized 
how necessary then it was for me to actually be teaching what I was teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Since it, it wasn't hyper popularized. You know, mm-hmm. and when I asked people who came to other things I taught, well, why aren't you coming to the the yin or the still based classes? They were like, uh, that shit's scary. <laughs> right? That you shit know? is scary. It <laughs> is. Know? It is. You, you, you know, and I know because like I have a you know, I have to ask people the question, what is your relationship to rest? And my personal answer is my relationship is that of teacher to student. Rest is one of my greatest teachers. Mm. And it is, and it, in rest, I'm talking about stillness. I'm talking about the pause. I'm talking about, um, like this morning, I went for a walk and I didn't listen to anything. I just walked and heard the, mm. bur- like, I, like in my mind, I'm like, I was moving, but that was a restful practice. Yes. And I'm like, those practices... <laughs> In, I mean, such clear reflection of where we are and who we are and what's happening mm-hmm. on the inside arise in those mm-hmm. moments. And mm-hmm. I, and if I don't want to really be with that, I'm not going to do it. Right. So that's one thing. Yeah. But then everyone's nervous system, literally, just like we have very different bodies. Yeah. Right. And like a vegan diet might really be the perfect diet for you or way of eating. Mm-hmm. I say that's a better word, a way of nourishing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, it might be eating bone broth. You know, it's all these different things. The same thing for your nervous system. Mm. Right. Like I might require like it might really be nourishing and supportive for me to to be still and rest for 90 minutes through a practice. And for some people, their threshold is going to be 10 minutes, mm. right? You know, like just as it takes a kind of practice and conditioning to build muscle and lift weight, mm. I feel the same about stillness. And when I'm working with someone or resting with someone that's very new to resting and stillness, I don't start with let's be still because mm-hmm. their nervous system is, is likely is going to register as a red flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might create more anxiety versus less, you know. And so what I really teach a lot now um, when I'm working with someone one-to-one or in the small groups is some movement at normal pace, then we start to slow down. Yes. Then we start to slow down even more. And then we get to stillness. But in that stillness, the guidance I'm going to give first is once we get really still, notice the movement of your breath because mm-hmm. there's still like a very tangible, concrete movement. And so that's just to honor that I, that stillness is like, I don't say it flippantly. Like, it's just easy. Just be still. Right. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a metaphor that I use a lot um, with my clients because I, I have to... Well, A, oh my gosh, there's just so much to respond to in what you just said. So A, I will say um, this concept of an active rest, like you said, taking a walk, but without anything stimulating you, without any podcast or music in your ears, right? Or for me, um, sitting by the fire and Mm. knitting. I'm yes. just knitting. I'm doing like a repetitive, mm. I'm doing a pattern. Like it, it's it's just a way of kind of there's something happening. And at the same time, I my mind is kind of expanding and relaxing. So A, thank you for that reminder that active rest is a thing. And then B, um, a metaphor that I used a lot that I wonder if you'll like this uh, back when I was a yoga teacher <laughs> once upon a time was that, you know, if you are hurtling through life mm. with your meetings and your appointments and your projects and your goals and your kids and your house and all the things, right? Mm-hmm. 
you're like a jet plane. And you know, think about when a jet plane lands, mm. when you touch down, it's like gunk in mm. your system, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's that like you're thrown back in your seat as mm. the jet plane slows down. And it's almost like the faster you've been going, mm. the more you've been doing, the more like dramatic that feeling of becoming still is going to be and like the longer runway you're going to need into it. What do you think? Do you like, do you that's like that perfect. metaphor? I think that yeah. is very, that's perfect. That's it. I really appreciate that you said it's scary to be still. Yes. <laughs> you know, like we have to build that capacity just like any other capacity. Mm. And um, one of my restorative yoga teachers, I call her my yoga mama, Dr. Gail Parker, always says just because we're doing nothing doesn't mean nothing's happening, you know, mm. and and especially on the inside when we really, it's not an active still, not an active rest, but when we do those practices like meditate or I teach yoga nidra, right? Mm -hmm. The sleep of the yogini, like those mm. kind of things. Something's happening on the inside. Oh my gosh. But we're not doing anything, right? <laughs> yes. What I love is I have marked in the book this other page I really wanted to talk about, which goes exactly there. You say... You may think you are not doing very much at all. Mm -hmm. All of this shifting from the inside out, all of this adjusting and readjusting to what is, all of this releasing and letting go requires energy. Transformation requires rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it requires I mean, rest. And I think that, you know, Again, when we have that external focus and it's like, mm. but it's 2022 and I'm just still here in my house with my mask in my purse, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I'm still doing Zooms. I'm still, you know, it doesn't feel like sometimes much is happening, but all mm. of the change, so much. all of the change that we've so had much. to and it keeps coming in waves yeah. that we've had to accommodate. Like, yeah, it's enormous. It's enormous. It's un like a, as an understatement, right? Like, it's. Mm. I think if most people pause and just if they are in a space to do this mentally, just a snapshot, look back to March 2020 mm -hmm. and who they were where they, what they look like, what they thought it, the next three years were going to look like. And mm -hmm. then if you look back, you take a moment and look back there. And then you just like look down and around at your current reality and then inside, just feel inside. Like you're radically different. You're radically you know, different. You know, like for me, I don't live the same place. I don't do, mm -hmm. my work, my work is radically different. There yeah. are people, so I've lost so many people in my life, you know, and it's like, mm. and unfortunately, my experience is not atypical of this time. No. Right. And I think that, um, and even what I find as a practitioner is working primarily virtually now mm -hmm. actually takes more energy, oh, right? Because yeah. you still, like the way you want to kind of like hold the container and still find a skillful way to connect mm -hmm. and, and then mm -hmm. just looking at the screen all day, I'm like, we are really underestimating what we are expending energetically to yes. continue through this moment we're living in. Yes, yes. 
And for those of us who are very sensitive to energy, right? Like Mm -hmm. we feel, (laughs) I feel my kids' teacher's fear of teaching in public schools that are under-equipped to handle like what's going on. When I go to the grocery, I feel like like I can sense into the person in front of me who's double masked and clearly just doesn't want to be there, right? And so there's like all of the change. And then we also, I mean, I don't, you know, again, I want to do an honest accounting here. We don't have some of the same resources that have been helpful for us. So, like, I don't know about you, but for me, going to a, a class, a yoga class, like in a yoga studio, in a, in a space designed for that, can be so restful. Trying to do that same thing in my guest room with my pile of tax paperwork on on the desk, right, with the screen and trying to figure out where to put the computer so I can Mm -hmm. see the teacher. It's like it's not the same. It is not the same. And, you know, it doesn't have to be because nothing is the same. Yes. And I so the other day, I think it was yesterday I did. um I did a yoga class on my little phone on a tripod. My mm-hmm. son, it was a snow day. It snowed in Georgia, which is so rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son was in the next room watching like um, me and Martin because we, we always celebrate Martin Luther King Day. So we had all mm-hmm. these activities, and, but it was turned up really loud. And he's mm-hmm. like munching on popcorn, extremely loud, louder than ever. <laughs> and my husband's over here like listening to some song in his headphones, but he's kind of rapping along to. Uh, and I and I remember just like breathing and doing my practice. And I stopped and I said, wow, what I used to think. I needed to do a sun salutation or do yoga pose. I just don't need that anymore. And so that's not, you know, and like there's this way that part of my giving myself permission is take it when I can get it Mm -hmm. and then, and then like see what's there for me. And then there are times when I like run screaming into a quiet room, lock Mm -hmm. the door and go, please leave me alone. I want a quiet Mm -hmm. practice. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's like I honor that, you know, and I and sometimes I have sat and thought like, wow, like faith based communities, like I love going to church and listening to the singing. And I'm like, yeah, oh, well, I'm not doing that now. Yeah. And and I don't even necessarily like to look at it streaming, but I will listen to gospel music. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like and yeah. it's like I conjure a lot of memories, girl. Right? You yeah. know, and so this also this idea of finding ways and making ways. And I want to underscore what you just said, because I think, you know, in these conjuring episodes, I love for people to get to go away with like, okay, here's a little gem. Here's a, here's Mm. something to put in my pocket. And one of the things that I'm really hearing is that yes, for some of us, rest is scary. It's Mm -hmm. that, it's that feeling of like landing. And it's like, I don't know, this is, this is very intense. I don't know what to do with my with myself. I don't know what to do. Right. So, so that, so that what I'm getting is a message from you that, um, it's a practice Yes. and we have to kind of slowly work up to it. We can't expect ourselves just to drop into a 90 minute meditation or, or even a 90 minute restorative practice. Like Mm -hmm. we, we can find different ways to rest and that might Mm -hmm. involve 
that might involve active rest, walking, knitting, yeah. cooking, mm-hmm. that might involve a quiet room, mm-hmm. and that might actually be accessible with one partner rapping, one kid crunching, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and yoga on your phone, right? So I, I love that. I love that flexibility that you're bringing to it because I think that for me, I, I can definitely be susceptible to this. It's like, what counts? What really counts as rest? Does it count? Does it count if I didn't do a yoga nidra practice with my legs up the wall? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Your knitting, your knitting did count. You know, you're, you're hanging out with your girls and yeah. without much purposefulness that counted you yeah. know and you know I guess a word that came to me we're saying rest but I'm also thinking about what restores what mm. is truly restoring mm-hmm. and giving yourself permission like that can be really vast and yeah. also like I'm really into these days something just because Right. Mm. Like listening to music and dancing just because not because Mm -hmm. it burns calories and not Mm -hmm. for no. Like and for me, restoration, which rest is part of that, Mm -hmm. is that which, you know, it's like just because like it's it's, so it's going to give back. It's fueling. It's not depleting. Right. And and, you know, and I do think we could some people can put their work in that category. But I would Mm kind of advise people to be really watchful if they because that might just Mm -hmm. be the part of their brain. that's like, okay, I'll do work that way. Like I'll make I'll make work even more productive by making, you know, claiming it as restorative or whatever, you know. And so um, for me, it's just thinking about do you have what's your relationship to things that truly restore you? Mm-hmm. And they allow you a place to to receive um, and to not always be giving and yes. giving and giving. Yes. Ooh, I just thought about how much conditioning women have around giving and the image that came to myself. It's like a woman, you know, I don't have you ever been to like a butcher and they have meat on like a big stick mm. and they just slice the pieces off. And Ooh. I'm like, this is what many women Ooh. out here doing like slice. Mm-hmm. Here's that slice. You get that, you know, mm-hmm. here's another slice. You get that. And then mm-hmm. we're down to our bone. And now mm-hmm. what is there for us yes. or anyone else at this point, you know? Oh, and yes. so we can't just keep slicing away at ourselves mm-hmm. in the name of whatever. Yes. And and that's the place, too, where I want to return to what you said at the very beginning is that the world is not going to give you this permission. Mm-hmm. We have to claim it. And we can do that together. We can unite. We can come into community, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's why I have you here on the show. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I'm making a podcast every week, because it's mm-hmm. like, yes, each of us needs to do this. But also yes. together, when we shift our thinking together, when we acknowledge what we're up against, I think yes. it does. It becomes more supported, at least like that, yeah. that move toward the restorative. You know, I wanted to touch back on this other piece, um, Octavia, about the kind of the balancing of modes and qualities, Mm -hmm. right? To sort of say like, okay, so like for Natalie, um, the mode of giving is very easeful. It's very easy for me to give Mm -hmm. until it's not because it is not so easy for me to receive. 
right? Mm. It's very easy for me to push because it's not so easy for me to pause, right? Mm. And so expanding those capacities and expanding, like, what are the vibes? What are the qualities? What are the feelings that are available to me? Mm-hmm. Because if, if like, you know, inspired and motivated and active are all very available to me, mm-hmm. then those are kind of my go-tos. And damn it, I want peaceful. I want calm. I want present, just present. I want those to be available too. And I love how you talked about that, how that's going to take actually its own kind of practice. It does. All right. So our friends need to think about how they want to feel and maybe even expand the range of available feelings yes. <laughs> like like I'm trying to do. <laughs> yes, but like really um, deep, deep desirous, <laughs> right? Mm. Like when I, as you're talking, like my, my awareness starts to move into my belly, down to my navel, down mm. below that, like go deep in, like how mm-hmm. do I want this space? How, like from this energetic space of like the cradle of my being, yeah. Like down there. Like yes. How, like it's really like a relationship with desire. And yes. My friend Kelly Shelton calls that the shanana. Yes. Down in the shanana. Yes. Get mm-hmm. in the shanana and go, how the mm-hmm. fuck do I want to feel? And that is like a really appropriate word for the shanana, right? In this one yeah. sense. You can edit yeah. that if you need to. <laughs> Nothing like, because, is edited. Yeah, okay, this is it. Okay, this okay. is it. And again, right? Like why why do why do why do the why do the powers that be want to disconnect us from that? I know. Oh, 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 <laughs> I know. Right? There's I know. so much there's literally life-giving mm. power there. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is cuz I uh, sometimes we come to like, well, I want what I think I can have. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's another thing about fatigue and tired and been in the hustle and bustle is that the things you start to daydream and want and aspire for for yourself mm-hmm. just have more of that vibration. Yeah. You're right. And so even, you know, to start to be like, well, what do I really desire? I would mm-hmm. invite people to go take a quiet walk or play some music and just dance with themselves. Like do mm-hmm. something just because, right? It's restorative mm-hmm. or it's easeful or restful. Mm-hmm. And then ask the question of themselves, what, how do I really want to be feeling? Because if, mm-hmm. you know, you just on a, a day where you're exhausted, you've had it up to here and you go, how do I want to be feeling? You know, whatever you come up with, right. like write that well, down. Well, basically, like, basically, because you, you come up with high, I'd like to be high. <laughs> I'd like to not be feeling like this right now. This is all too much, you know. And but here's the other thing about why, like the the hustle grind, hustle grind. It is it's actually addictive, right? Mm -hmm. We get we get like this like rush of energy off of it. Then we crash. We get another rush of energy when we get back in that cycle. Then we crash Mm. and. You have to be intentional about interrupting that, I love that cycle. Do you know what that makes me think of? That, you know, so many people will come back from a vacation and they're like, okay, I just actually, like I landed my jet plane. 
I went all the way down the runway. And, you know, by day four of your vacation, which is the second to last day, (laughs) you are finally chill. You're finally Mm -hmm. resting. You're finally reading your book, whatever. Right. They'll come back and they'll be like, oh, yeah. I've decided I need to do this once a quarter, once a quarter. (laughs) I am totally good. And right, because uh, like you Mm -hmm. said, they're making, they're making the intention, they're setting the intention from that place, from the place of, oh my gosh, this feels so good. But then when we get caught up into our everyday life and we look at the list and it's like, it's like, well, you know, I want to get this done, this done, this done, this done. You know what happened from a nervous system? Mm. Like they got out of Mm -hmm. fight and flight mode. Yes. Yes. They got out of that constant stimulation and responding Mm -hmm. to stimuli mode. And they Mm -hmm. were able then to more clearly see, assess, Mm. and also access more range of possibility. That's the other thing. Like from fatigue, you know, I think it's David White, the poet, who said, "When, when your eyes are tired, the world is tired. You know, like you look out and you're like, that's tired. That's getting on my nerves, (laughs) you know, and it's because I engage in like some form of rest daily is why with my son munching on the corn, the popcorn and my husband doing this, I was like, like in fatigue, I would have been like, y'all are doing that to me. Please stop it. I can't stand any of you. But I was just like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> like it, it, well, I wasn't, these, I wasn't coming, <laughs> I wasn't overstimulated. So I just was like, I, I saw it as them enjoying themselves. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. myself, you know? And mm-hmm. I think to your point, when people are coming back from vacation and A, it, I love what you said. It actually does take that time to land the plane, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It takes, it takes a lot of time because we're hyper stimulated, right? And I think it's mm-hmm. why sometimes people are like, I just won't even start because I don't have the time. And I'm like, that's why you just make a little incremental practice of it, yes. you know, and then where you can take bigger chunks, you take bigger chunks, right? Mm. Um, but essentially we do actually, I'm like, I feel it is imperative for us to find a way to step outside of the hyperstimuli that mm-hmm. has us in constant reaction mode versus yes. responding from a sense of presence. Because no. we can also create so much more harm just when we're constantly, I'm reacting to everything on Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. reacting to everything that person does or newsletter yeah. is sent or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, in that first passage that I'd asked you to read, it's you're just right. Like, there is our planet, mm. our bodies mm. are telling us right now, y'all need to settle down. <laughs> like, I went into the grocery yesterday. It's, mm. it's January 2022. There was like nothing on the shelves mm. because, because the wor- like we cannot sustain this. Yeah, that's right. We cannot sustain this. It's not, it's not sustainable. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So Octavia, let's see. We want our people to honor where they are, this jet, this jet plane existence. (laughs) And to, if you're scared to rest, A, Natalie is too. She's working on it. (laughs) And Octavia can tell you from experience. And I was too. And that's like a whole nother long story. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. But it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. And then B, um, how lovely to begin to expand your capacities for Mm. pausing, for space with less stimulation, I think. Mm. Like, I was just thinking about that. Oh, my gosh. A walk without headphones. It was glorious. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
And I was like, what, why, <laughs> you know, sometimes I walk with headphones, but today right. I was like my resting practice today, my restful or restorative practice today is to take a walk without listening to anything but what is, you know? Yes, yes. So to let let the restorative practice be flexible mm-hmm. and let it be what I'm hearing from you, Octavia, is let it be guided by what do I, how do I want to feel like, mm. like what would be delightful just because I love that. That's actually, yeah. I call that treats. <laughs> There's an episode on that. And to know you're worthy of like what you want, mm. you know, like you get to feel how you want to feel, right? Like you, yeah. you, you get to create and take a space, right? I'm mm-hmm. very much into actually taking space. Like mm-hmm. give me that. Right? It's mine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To take space to create something you actually just want for you, right? Like I think yes. I have to feel that in my body. Like, cause mm-hmm. I think so many people struggle with like, well, who am I to get what I actually want. <laughs> yeah. That makes totally, totally. And, and we, for, we, when we forget that we are co-creators of this world, mm. we are co-creators of this life. Mm. Like, you know, do we all have the same access to resources? No, no because yeah. lots of reasons, but mm. nonetheless, we do, we do have that power and we do have that that co-creativity and so charging it up and I love this oh everybody please do this ask yourself from the restful place what do I want yes from the tank that's at least a quarter full (laughs) where do I want to go so it doesn't seem like oh I can only go this short little distance or I could only this is possible oh I love that it's so good that's right One thing I also encourage people to do is to have what I call a rest pod. (laughs) Mm. You know, like we have, we have masterminds for everything. We might have a a little group of people we get together and talk about our business with and all Mm -hmm. of that. But I'm like, I have women in my life that we hold each other accountable for how we restore because Mm. what what we are holding each other accountable to is how we restore our power right that's the other thing like it's like on period as the young people say like rest is how we restore our power like whoever can keep me tired and out of pocket has control over me and I don't Mm -hmm. really like the feeling of Mm -hmm. something else controlling me like Mm -hmm. you know like that rest helped me to wake up to that like that yes so think about it as restoring your power and activating more Mm -hmm. of your power through these practices Mm -hmm. that restore you whatever they might be Mm -hmm. but it's helpful to have you know even if it's just one other person that you start to have this dialogue with and then you all say text me or call me after you take your quiet walk or you know (laughs) or get together in person and walk quietly it might be a little weird but it's it's also like really powerful you know no it's so good though but it also takes us back to that piece of like no one is going to just give you permission but you can yeah. create a squad of people and listen i this is what my coach told me last week i was like should i should i do a mm. or b or c i'm i'm trying to decide and she was like how about D, none of the above? Like, how about, how about, how about, how about, like, how about Natalie, remember we're working on, you're doing too much. And I'm like, oh, right. Right. And though I can do that with my Mm. clients for myself, it's Mm. hard. So I love that gesture toward like, 
who is who is your community? Who are your peers? Who are your support squads? Who are your coaches? Who are your teachers? Mm. Oh my gosh. Well, a giant permission slip. It's like a it's like a whole notebook of permission slips is this mm. book. <laughs> Pause, rest, be stillness practices for courage in times of change. It's out on February 2nd. Am I right, Octavia? February 1st. But February the 2nd is close. <laughs> it's, uh, it's out on February 1st. Oh, my yes. gosh. And um, that's my baby girl's birthday. So Ooh, extra. That. Yeah, that's extra special. Extra sweet. Yeah. So, um, uh, so you've got to get this book. And, and again, you could work through it. Not, not even work. You could journey through it. Or you could open to any page at any time and a pearl of wisdom will fall right into your lap. It is it is a gorgeous book, Octavia. And I'm so like congratulations. It's thank you. It's beautiful. Thank it's beautiful. You. Yeah. Mm. All right. So where else can the people find you, Octavia? What else where where shall where else should we point them? <laughs> I'm just I'm Octavia Rahim everywhere and pausrestb.com is where you can learn all about the book. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you thank all you so, so much. much for listening. We would love to hear your reports of resting. I think being more mm -hmm. public and being more being more trans, you know, we're always showing what we're doing. Show what you're not doing. <laughs> That's uh -huh, so beautiful uh -huh. too. And show mm -hmm. us. We want to see. We want to see everyone. We are all we are all in this together. We are creating yes. a world together where sustainable ways of working and where resting are possible. Thank you so much yes. for leading for leading this with us, Octavia. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. Okay. All right. Loves. Um, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mind Witchery. To catch all the magic I'm offering, please subscribe to the show. Or if you want a little bit of weekly witchiness in your inbox, sign up for my Sunday letter at mindwitchery.com. If today's episode made you think of a friend or loved one, your sister, your neighbor, please tell them about it. We need more magic makers in this troubled world. Like all good things, this podcast is co-created by stellar people. Our music is by fabulous DJ, artist, and producer, Shami D. Our gorgeous art is by the sorcerers at New Moon Creative. Mind Witchery is produced in conjunction with Particulate Media, K.O. Myers, executive producer. And I am Natalie Miller. Till next time.